Welcome to the Kaizen Project. Alright, great. So, we're glad to be back once again this week. This week we're with Lucia. So, Lucia, would you like to tell us a bit more about yourself? Yes, hi, it's great to be here. This is really exciting for me. This is my first podcast ever.、Um, I am the company program manager at JA, and so what that means is I really work behind the scenes、um, to ensure that all of our students and our advisors have the best possible experience. Um, what that means is that I help engage students and advisors in the program. I help train the advisors and support them throughout the year. And I also plan、mm-hmm. all of the events throughout the year that you guys will attend.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's a lot of stuff. It's but, very busy, but it's a、mm-hmm. lot of fun. So, do you want to just explain what JA is in general? Yeah, for sure. So, Junior Achievement, JA, is a not for profit youth education organization. Our mission is to inspire young people like yourselves、uh, mm-hmm. to succeed in, in the global economy.、Uh, the way we do this is with all of our programs. So, all of our programs at JA focus on our three pillars entrepreneurship, work readiness, and financial literacy.、Mm-hmm. And, JA,、uh, the company program is actually one of the most impactful programs that we have. It's our flagship program,、mm-hmm. and it encompasses all three of those pillars、um, the best way, in the best way. Just for reference, we're also a company program.、Yeah. Illuminaire is also a company program. Yeah, so over here, I think most of our viewers have already seen our first episode. So, our first episode, we kind of just described what JA is, what our company is about. So, as you're very aware, we offer a podcast as our main service. So, overall, in most of, let's say, our company members' opinions, We do feel like JA Company Program has been a very impactful、uh, highlight of our high school. But I am、mm-hmm. also interested what other programs do JA offer? Because I know a lot of our viewers are either in JA or have heard of JA、yeah. Company Program. So is there anything else that you guys offer? Yeah, for sure. We offer a number of programs. So, Jay, the company program is our only after school program,、mm-hmm. um, but we do offer day programs. So, day programs are our programs where we have volunteers from our sponsors. So, for example, Scotiabank.、Mm-hmm. Um, volunteers from Scotiabank will go into a classroom for the day and deliver one of our day, day programs. So, this might be economics for success,、um, it could be、uh, dollars for cents. So, there are、oh. a number of different programs that teach financial literacy skills. Um, both in grade school and in high school. Wow. You seem to know a lot about JA, but when did you really start JA? I am coming up to my second year with JA, so in April、oh. it will be two years, so I'm still fresh,、uh, very pretty fresh in, in the JA world.、Mm-hmm. Um, but I have known about JA since I was in school. It's been around for a very long time.、Yeah. Um, we celebrated、uh, around the world, so worldwide, we celebrated 100 years last year, and in central、mm-hmm. Ontario, we celebrated 50 years last year. So we've been around for a very long time. Wow. And why'd you choose JA? Of all things you could have done, why JA specifically? I chose JA because I had a really good friend of mine who worked, in J- who worked at JA,、mm-hmm. and through her, I heard all about the impactful programs、um, and the incredible mission of JA. And for me, I have really devoted my life、um, and career to working in the not for profit.、Um, I've only worked in charitable, for,、uh, charitable organizations. And so for me, it has been a lifelong passion and、um, career choice to work for organizations that, that have 
uh, meaningful impact um, that do good in the community. And so when I heard of JA, I thought that was a really great fit. Um, and I was just really interested in, in supporting the work um, that we do there and supporting young people like yourselves. Mm -hmm. So for, let's say your industry in particular, how like popular is it to go into working with nonprofits? Because like most people, we would like graduate, go to university, then have a job at a company, right? So you'd be working for like a salary and it's just you're trying to essentially earn your company money. But how is it different with, let's say, not-for-profits? Mm -hmm. Not-for-profits, you, you know, your main goal really isn't to make a profit, but uh -huh. it still is to, you know, do, you know, have a product or a service that the community needs, right? That has mm -hmm. impactful. I worked many years in fundraising, so it was getting money in a different way um, to support our program, support your, our mission. Um, so it is a little bit different, but at the same time, it, it was very similar, right? So you mm -hmm. still have to go out and, and try to sell your mission to people who, um, who, get, who can then invest in it. And yeah. so that's very similar, right? And um, what I found in the not-for-profit and the charitable sector is you usually find people who are very committed, who are very passionate. Um, you don't really choose this career without that passion <laughs> um, and that really that need to uh, support and, and have impact in the world. How did you start on this career pathway? Like, what did you do to get yourself started? a great question. Um, I think I just kind of fell into it. Um, my background is in arts management um, mm -hmm. and in the arts. Um, a lot of the arts organizations are not-for-profit organizations. Oh. And so my first job um, really was actually working on the funding side. So um, funding arts organizations um, and getting funds for or arts organizations. And through that, I learned how and you know a not-for-profit works mm -hmm. right and it was interesting to me I, I was able to work for um, organizations that really demonstrated passion that really demonstrated a commitment to their art form um, and working with people who were really there um, not because they wanted to be or they wanted to make money but really because they were there because they had an interest and, mm -hmm. and a passion for what they did um, and that really led me into um, exploring other uh, opportunities within the charitable sector. So wow. for arts management in particular, can you kind of explain like what that is? Yes, so arts management is um, management within arts organizations. So when you think of per, um, a museum, uh, a theater, like a performing arts mm. theater, yeah. um, an arts festival, so Sometimes when you think of those organizations, you think of the artists, you think of the music directors, but you don't necessarily think of the administrative side, the people who actually have to do all the management side of things. So arts management, um, it was a program that kind of taught you those things, like what it takes to run a performance art theater, right? An opera company or um, an art gallery or a museum, what it takes behind the scenes to make that happen. The funds and, and you know, ma making sure that you have money to put on your programs. Mm. So those like performance companies, so they're mostly non-profit? Many of them are, yes. Oh. So when you think of the Art Gallery of Ontario, um, the Royal Ontario Museum, uh, the Canadian Opera Company, those are all not-for-profit organizations. Really? They depend on sponsorships, on um, donations, 
and really generosity from their their patrons. patrons. Yeah. Wow. So wow. Royal Ontario Museum, you have to pay a fee to get it, but it's still a Then that fee is reinvested into their programming, right? Oh, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. I didn't I didn't know that. I thought the Royal Ontario Museum was for profit. Uh, Royal Ontario Museum, I believe, is also a part of um, the Ontario government. So it might. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but that yeah, that just yeah. opens an entirely new branch for me. So we're just interested what career pathway would have taken if it weren't for let's say joining JA or mm-hmm. the performance arts. Um, I probably would have still continued with not for profit in a trouble um in a charitable uh-huh. area that has always I think been an interest of mine where um, I'm doing something that makes a difference in this world. So I think that's always been something that I've been interested in. Um, another career path that I had, uh, you know, back in the day when I was younger was potentially a teacher, but a teacher. Um, I've, I've done similar um, jobs that are, are similar to teaching. So I've kind of experienced that a little bit. Yeah, I wanted to be a teacher too at one point, And then I started teaching my brother. Now I don't want to be a teacher. <laughs> it's very hard it's a very yeah uh, it's, um, we work with a lot of teachers at JA of course mm-hmm. um, and every year we send um, you know our team as, as a staff team we go out and deliver our, pro- our actual JA programs in the classroom and so we kind of get to be the teacher for the day and it's a lot of work we go yeah. out for a full school day and it, it takes a lot of energy to be there and to teach the kids so it's, it's definitely um, a lot of a lot of work to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to JA now, because we've talked about a lot of other things, but going back to JA, you've been in charge of like dealing with company programs for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite company program so far? Oh my goodness. That's really hard to say because I think there are so many. Mm-hmm. Um, every visit that I go to, every program um, that I, that, you know, I, I'm introduced to every product service I'm wowed by. Uh-huh. So I, I'm fortunately I'm not going to be able to answer that because <laughs> I think all of them have um, really you know great qualities mm-hmm. and every team is different. Um, and I'm usually just very inspired by all the students that I meet um, and what you guys come up with every every time. So for JA company program, I think a lot of students participating are looking to get into business because you're trying to build a business, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as you were in, for example, high school, did you know you wanted to go into arts management? Or... I did not. Okay. I did not. Um, the, the reason I fell into it was I actually had an art teacher that told me about it. I was like, you, I was like, I don't know what. <laughs> it takes, you know, I don't know what, you know, how an art gallery or anything like that is, is run. I was very interested in the arts when I was in high school. I was an art student, um, but I knew that I did not want to make a career out of being an artist. I don't think that I had that kind of commitment and uh, level of talent that is required. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to support it somehow. And so it was actually a teacher that suggested it to me like, hey, if you can't be an artist, you can at least support creative work um, by working behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I fell into arts management. Do you still do art, like even today? I don't do it as much as I'd like to. Uh-huh. Um, I might pick up a sketchbook here and there, um, but not as not as <laughs> often as I, I used to. Right. Is that what you do to like release stress after 
That's a good question. I I don't. So what do you do to release stress? Um, I read books. I watch movies. Um, I go take a yoga class sometimes. Oh. Um, hang out with some of my friends. That's sort of what I do. Yeah. I mean, I That's just, a lot of hobbies. Well, I was just pretty interested in the way you kind of contributed to your overall passion without being directly in that passion. Yeah, or, like in that industry. So, can you like kind of give us like some advice? If Give all the yeah, viewers if advice. If you're like very very passionate towards one goal, how do you know to go and pursue it, and how do you know that? you might need to take another way and that's best for you. I think that if you have an interest in an area when you know at your age um, the best thing to do is to go out there and explore so whether that's trying to find people who are already in that uh, industry or sector and, and talking to them about their jobs because sometimes you you hear about a profession and, and you kind of think about what you know about it but ne- you might not necessarily um, know the day in and a day out of it, right? So it's really mm-hmm. asking questions about like what is really your day to day, and exploring that further. Um, I think this is the time to try out different things too, and and even if you might not have an interest in it, and even just a little bit of an interest is just to kind of ask questions and and explore further, um, and try as many different things as as you can right now, because I think that's that's the beauty of where you guys are is that you have the potential and you have the time and and you have the possibilities and opportunities out there so so take it um and meet as many people that um potentially have that experience that you can draw from um and ask them you know a billion questions yeah um and hopefully that'll kind of give you give you some insight um, and then also just not be afraid to change your mind, right? I think for me, uh, I was very focused on certain things in, in my career path or my professional development or my academics. But, I, you know, I wish I had maybe taken a little step back to, right, to be more mm. reflective. Oh, okay. So you're basically saying, like, keep all your options open and definitely meet with people inside the field to talk to them and get more info from them mm-hmm. instead of just blindly making decisions. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you have any advice for any current junior achievers on how to maximize their opportunities at JA? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is to um, network. So network with your advisors, network with your other students. Um, take up as many opportunities that JA provides through all mm-hmm. of our events um, as much as possible. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I would also say is within your JA programs is if you can, if you're doing it for you know multiple years, is to try as many different things as you as you as you can. So mm. um, like different you know, positions, different different positions, different departments. Even if in even in one year, right? Even if you're working in your marketing, maybe go and support production and mm-hmm. or tech or HR for a little bit and, and so that you get that experience so that you're learning and, and you're seeing how other departments work and how other people work um, because that's how you're going to learn whether you mm-hmm. like something or not. Um, so try to 
maximize as many of those different opportunities as possible. Every time maybe there's an event opportunity to submit your name for it um, mm -hmm. so that you can get that opportunity to go and meet other students and meet other volunteers that we have, meet some of our sponsors and partners. Um, those are the experiences that we want to encourage all of our students to take. And so as much as possible to, to you know, do your best and then get out there. Get out there. Yeah, you spoke a bit about networking, like in the J company program. So I know you, you offer the first event, so. Governor's Dinner Governor's Networking, Dinner. Um, the networking event, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk a bit more about that and how you can capitalize on that? Sure. So we usually offer it to our students um, who are in company program. Um, and then normally there is a limited number of spots. But if yeah. you're lucky enough to be one of the students that can come, it's an opportunity for you to learn about networking from some uh, professionals who do it for, you know, um, who have expertise in it. Um, and it's also a really great opportunity for students to practice. So we always really enjoy the event. Um, students usually really enjoy the event because they're coming out, they're meeting other students, usually probably for the first time in the year of the in that J year. Um, and then they get to meet our, our um, guests for the evening and, and get to practice their networking skills, going mm -hmm. up to strangers and talking about their experience and talking about what they do in JA. And, and those are the kind of practice that you want. And, and um, that's sort of the in, in an introduction mm -hmm. for, for networking and introduction to, uh, for the, sorry, introduction to the year, right, of, mm -hmm. for JA. So for networking as high school students, how do you think, like us, you know, obviously we are just high schoolers, we go to school, maybe some extracurriculars, but... How do we build our network? Not, not only how do we build our network, but how do we offer value to the people we're talking to mm -hmm. if they're like older? So why would, first, why would they want to talk to us and what we can do to, you know... Make ourselves, present ourselves to them. Yeah, for sure. I think it's more so that you're introducing yourself as having as being someone who is interested in um, a particular field maybe the field that they're in or their you know the work that they're doing and instead of asking for anything kind of reciprocal right like mm -hmm. oh can you get me a job <laughs> you know rather than going straight to that it's really being more like I'm really interested in what you're doing. Would you mind sparing some time to speak with me about it? Can I ask you a few questions? And kind of building that relationship from that point rather than trying to, you know, Go come straight in from, yeah, going straight to like, oh, is this person going to be able to give me a job one day or um, write me a reference one day or, you know, introduce mm -hmm. me to something? It's kind of put that aside and more so coming it from curiosity, right? You're, you're just really interested in learning. Um, and, and really, I think most people are open to sharing their experience and their um, perspective and their insight and what mm -hmm. they've learned. And they also want to hear about you, right? They want to hear about your interests and they want to learn more about you. So really just being yourself um, with whoever you're, you're trying to network with and building that relationship, right? Networking is really just building relationships, making friendships, and, and hopefully that, you know, that will lead you somewhere someday. But in the beginning, it's really just more about building a relationship. What do you think the most key point of JA is? Like, what what do you think is, if we were to compress JA into one main thing, what do you think that one main thing that everyone should take away from JA is? 
for students, I think the, the one thing is really that we're just providing you with some tools, um, mm -hmm. really, because it's up to you guys to use those tools to do whatever you will with it. And so for us, we're just trying to give you guys the best start that we can possibly provide to you um, in order to guide you on your path to success. Um, and we know that our, our students are always very successful and, and it's, um, you know, However, we can provide it in, in, the, in the form of our programs, in the form of our events, in the, in the form of all the resources and materials that we're able to kind of share with you. Um, those are just tools, right? And, mm -hmm. and for you guys to um, absorb it and, and take with it and then run with it. Do you have any advice for people who aren't in JA at the moment? What do you think they can do to succeed? First of all, join JA. <laughs> join JA, guys. So if you're in high school, um, you can join the program. Um, you can go to our website, jacocompanyprogram.ca. Check us out. Um, if you are not a high school student and you're out in the work world, um, volunteer your time. We are mm -hmm. always looking for volunteers uh, at JA. Um, and if, you know, honestly, it really just is spreading the word. Um, learning about us and spreading the word on JA. Mm. Yeah, for a lot of the high school students, like a lot, a lot of them aren't going into the business sector, and mm -hmm. that's one of the main reasons why I hear people say, "Oh, I don't want to do JA because I'm not going into business. I'm not going to do marketing." But in my experience here, in my in this team, there is a lot of diverse. Uh, it's not well, just business yeah. and marketing. There's so much more to it. It's art. It's like production. It's mm -hmm. decision making, teamwork. So many other things than just like marketing and business. Yeah. So it's not only are our talents diverse here, but there's really a lot more you can do than it's just what is your position. So we have a lot of people here. For example, if you're in production, you would be helping out with other departments, and just everyone's just helping each other. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's a good community and it's a good bonding. It's a good experience in general. I'm really glad that you said that because that's what we always say that especially for the JA Company program, it is not just for students who are interested in business. Mm -hmm. The the skills and the and the you know um, tools that you guys learn from this program can be applied to any any job, just any skills. sector, any industry, really, they're really, their life skills are transferable skills. Um, whether you become a doctor, whether you become an artist, whether you're, you become a business, you, you go into business, um, those are the skills that you can apply to any of those fields, right? It's really learning um, entrepreneurship. You know, you don't have to become an entrepreneur to, to be entrepreneurial, mm -hmm. right? You have to be um, thinking, you know, innovatively in any, any job. Um, and those skills that you're learning in production and HR and marketing and sales um, can really be applied in so many different um, sectors out there. So the skills really isn't just applied to business. Yeah, that's also right because a lot of people come to JA to learn. So <laughs> yeah. you don't really have to take a business class. You don't have to be part of DECA to go to JA. That's what uh, I learned this year is that our advisors, uh, our vice presidents will guide you and will teach you. So that's also another key thing that I want to... You just need to be willing to learn and like, willing, yeah. you should have a good attitude towards it. That's just, all you need. Yeah, just come in wanting to learn, wanting to experience something new. And I feel like yeah, wanting to something participate. that's brought towards us in JD. Mm. Awesome. That's great. Before we end off though, do you have anything you want to say to the audience? Um, 
all I just want to say is thank you both for for inviting me today. This is really exciting for me, my first podcast. <laughs> so it's really um, exciting. Really looking forward to hearing more podcasts from you guys um, and hearing more about what you guys do um, with your company and also, you know, professionally and, and academically. Um, nothing really else to say in that, you know, um, JA is a really great starting base for a lot of students so if you are a student please come and check us out um, and if you know if you guys ever have any questions please reach out to us and if you want to learn more please let us know great so once again thank you very much for coming to meet with us uh, before we wrap up we just want to thank all of our viewers once again for paying attention to our different developments throughout our company and listening to our podcast so thank you very much. If you aren't following our social media, please follow Illuminaire.jaco on Instagram. We're going to have many different content that's out for you, and we have an event that is coming soon that we're planning. Also, hit that like button, subscribe, and share with all your friends because you know that's what we need. And also, don't just sit there. Also, comment and make sure that I have something to read in my spare time because I don't want to sit here either. But yeah. Yeah, so just do whatever it takes to destroy the YouTube algorithm. And with that being said, thank you very much. Catch y'all next time.